my eyes are so heavy with the weight of sleep that will not come. And I'm so tired and my night is quickly seeping into my working day. And I have spoken about hope so many times in the last 48 hours, in the last 48 years. And as much as I lose my hope, I'm holding on to it. And my job is to reinforce hope because so many children need it, so many humans need it, but this hope is for the specific, and the eyes of hope at the moment are shuttered, and in the best of our times, it is so hard to believe in something greater than than that which our eyes can see, and I get that. But at this moment in history, in all of our history, and in the specific history of this moment, to hope feels like some sort of dangerous, wild-eyed treason against reality. To dream feels like a folly we cannot afford to indulge in. And so, like thick upholstery-style curtains set against the cold of winter, Our eyelids have fallen shut to all but the stark conditions unfolding around us. They are trying to protect us from the risk that we might look beyond this moment and the moments it seems fated to conceive to a golden age of gorgeous possibility that appears incapable of arriving, just like my sleep. Yes, pointlessness and futility drape our pupils, ensuring that no light can enter, and therefore no landscapes of promise can paint themselves upon the surface of our minds. You see, without hope, we are left only with the unravelling of this present moment, and the horrors that seem to be multiplying like maggots feasting on a dead body, Are we all to be among the vermin delicacies consumed by the scavengers? Or will we dare to rend the veil between where we are now and the realm of promise so cleverly disguised by the madman at the helm? Don't answer that. I am here in this moment of the early hours to tell you that the future belongs to the dreamers. We are the only ones who can possess it for anything more noble than a chain upon the very liberty makes us all human. We must stand not just in hope right now, but as hope of this age, armed with purpose and passion that outstrips the ravenous voices of doubt, all the doubters. Those voices come like sirens in the night to me and they call us towards the rocks of failure where devastation is coming to consume us. We cannot afford to listen to that. We cannot afford to give up or give in. For the only treason we are about to commit is the kind we perpetuate as violence against our own calling. But these siren songs, they are not the only sound dancing upon the wind. I know that you have heard Destiny shouting your name, and I know that you know the sound of this is to be fairly contrary, but revolutionary voice. 
be honest your heart is still alive and it is aching to answer this call just as surely as it is awake with the terror that says there is no fucking point this is the battleground the first decision you must make isn't about whether or not to enter the realm of promise the crossroads at which you stand in this moment made of these two contrary voices one hails you as the hero and the other tempts you to take up residence in a faithless festering world to be subsumed right in it to be absorbed by the sameness that wants to destroy all of diversity kill all the colors of the world and devastate all the virtues like compassion mercy tenderness and ecstatic tension the sameness is after our aliveness and the untamed motion of our passion. It wants to destroy not just the dreams that we have, but the dreamers who keep innovation's flames alive. This sameness is after the future. It wants to occupy for the few and cast out the many, or worse yet, cast us into eternal servitude. Someone asked me this morning, or yesterday morning as it is now, if freedom is a feeling, Yes, above all, I believe that freedom is a feeling. And if we give up this visceral connection to our freedom, no one will ever tie us down. We will sit idly by, inert in the face of this crucial moment. And every moment is crucial to the future of that freedom. We will collapse into the belief that we can do nothing. We will fail as prisoners. We will fall as our own sense begin to doubt us. Not just that we cannot have an impact, but that our impact is not critical anymore. The deciding factor in the outcome is negligible. We will silence the voice of our own dreams and then we will succumb to our own essentiality. But the freedom alive in our bones no syndicate of sameness can destroy our humanity or press our passion into servile submission. With freedom coursing through our veins, we will never agree to the despoiling of hope. On the contrary, we will recognise ourselves as the hope of this age, the only hope that there will ever be. Hope is not just a feeling, a belief or even an action. It is the light of our essence seeping around the corner of our closed eyes tonight, shining like the sun, insisting that in the midst of the present darkness, we can be revealed not as consumers of light, but as its genesis. This will not be the light set against the darkness, but rather born of it, like the stars that come alive in the darkness of space. The moment we know ourselves in this way, our passion becomes the path forward and we know what decision to make. Our aliveness becomes our guide and when we walk barefoot upon this path and naked and vulnerable to it, we will go beyond absorbing the messages history has had for us. We will come forward as history makers and we will make the right decision. Mm-hmm.